Hey there, and welcome to the College Investor Audio Show. We're so excited you're here today. Thank you so much for stopping by. And you're probably here because you're wondering, I want to get my MBA, but what's the admissions process like? So today we guide you through that. But first, real quick, I just want to say, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. If you like the content that you're getting on a regular basis from the College Investor, go ahead, hit the subscribe button and get the notifications so you can stay up to date. You can also follow us on social media. We're pretty much everywhere you are. Just search for The College Investor and you'll find us. All right, so today, the MBA admissions guide. Graduating from college, well, that doesn't mean you're completely done with school. Unfortunately, some college grads may go straight into grad school after graduation. Others may opt to work for a few years to just to kind of get some professional experience under their belt. So going to business school after college is really a popular route for a lot of young people. It provides valuable skills and experience that can lead to a variety of good jobs as well. Higher pay, for sure. With so many people competing for spots in all the top business schools around the country, getting in can be more challenging than business school itself. So if you're considering going to business school, just a couple of things you'll need to include in your application. Aside from test scores, MBA admissions committees look for softer skills that kind of demonstrate whether or not someone is a well-rounded candidate who can add value to the school. So this MBA admissions guide today is going to cover everything you need to consider before applying to that business school of your dreams. First of all, what does the MBA admissions process involve? So the admissions process to get your MBA is a little bit different from other admissions processes, for sure. Instead of focusing solely on just test scores or essays, MBA programs want to find individuals who are well-rounded and will add value to each incoming cohort. So think of it like the draft for your favorite sports team. The goal during the draft is to select the best players to build a high-performing team. MBA admissions committees approach MBA programs with kind of a similar mindset, too. The application process typically involves three rounds. Each round is an opportunity to gain admission into the school of your choice. And while the application deadline can vary by school, a lot of business schools follow the same schedule, where round one finishes in the fall, round two finishes right around New Year's, and round three finishes in the spring. As each round progresses, spots for the incoming class fill up, as you can imagine. So while applying in the first round is really not going to guarantee you'll get admitted, it might increase your odds for sure. That being said, applying in the first round may not be ideal for everybody either. If you didn't get an ideal GMAT score or you're an international student, applying in a later round might be better suited for you. So what do an MBA admissions programs look at from applicants? This is the golden question. When you're ready to actually apply, you're going to need to assemble all of your application materials together. This is test scores, your transcript from undergrad, an updated resume, essays, acing the interview, and getting letters of recommendations from people like your mentors, employers, or advisors who can attest to your bona fides. Let's take a look at those test scores for a second. So the Graduate Management Admission Test, or GMAT, is one of the most common standardized tests required for admission into an MBA program. Depending on the school, a GRE test score may also be acceptable. While test scores aren't necessarily the most important component of an MBA application, it does factor into how admissions decisions are made. 
Admissions officers use test scores to determine whether or not an applicant can handle the coursework associated with the MBA program. Each school does have its own test score standards, but the top business schools usually look for candidates that have a GMAT score of 700 or higher. This won't guarantee admission, but it can be a useful benchmark, especially if you think you can retake the GMAT to boost your score, increasing your odds of getting in. Aside from admissions, though, test scores for MBA programs are also correlated with national rankings. Outlets like the U.S. News & World Report are authorities on business school admissions. A program that wants to increase its ranking might seek out candidates with some higher test scores in order to do so. So preparing for the GMAT can take a few months, really. More, if you think you might need to retake it. Consider the test requirement for the schools you intend to apply to and then develop a test-taking strategy that aligns with your timeline for applying. Let's take a look at that undergrad transcript. So another score you might need to provide is your transcript from undergrad. Admissions officers are not only interested in your overall GPA, but they might also want to know if you've taken any quantitative courses and how well you performed in those. This is important to consider if you're still in college and anticipate applying to an MBA program later on. So if you haven't taken any quantitative courses like calc or stats, consider adding a few to your course load to get them on your transcript. Again, these courses won't guarantee admissions by any stretch, but they can help demonstrate your potential to succeed in an MBA program down the road. Now we touch on your resume. Admissions officers aren't just looking for people who do well on tests and get good grades. They want candidates who will contribute in a meaningful way too. So diverse professional experience is one thing admissions officers strive to provide in MBA cohorts. Now, your resume is a place to demonstrate what you bring to the table. It not only shows which projects you've worked on and things you've accomplished in your career, but it also reflects your potential to operate as a leader and work within a team. Essays. Yeah, like most admissions applications, you're going to need to write and submit an essay to get into an MBA program. This is an opportunity for you to make a case to the admissions committee, telling them why they should pick you out of hundreds of other applicants. Business schools look for your strengths as a potential member of an incoming cohort and the value you bring to a school. The essay topic will vary by school and is usually chosen by the admissions committee. So be sure to write a succinct, well-written narrative answering the prompt while articulating why you want to be admitted into the particular program you're applying to. And then we look at the interview. An MBA interview is usually part of the admissions process. This is another qualitative screening mechanism to filter out candidates. So if the other parts of your application put you on the cusp of being accepted, acing this interview can be a way for you to kind of seal the deal. Each school might have different interview processes. Some schools may ask you to dive into your professional experience or even explain different decisions you made during your career. Others may entail group interviews to evaluate how you interact with other candidates and demonstrate the value you could add to the program. Now let's touch on letters of recommendation. This is the final part of the application package, obtaining letters of recommendation. So these should be professional or academic in nature and be able to attest to your performance, whether that's at school or on the job. It's good practice to share your application materials ahead of time with the individuals you've asked to write your letters of recommendation. This ensures that they're kind of mindful 
to highlight your strengths, but keep your recommenders apprised of your application timeline so that you give them enough time to craft a well-written letter for you. Nothing last minute's going to help you here. Tips for getting into a top MBA program, and then we'll wrap up for today. So if you're considering applying to business school, there's a really good chance you're eyeing a spot at a top school, like the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania, or maybe Harvard Business School. These schools churn out a large number of business professionals who've gone on to become CEOs of Fortune 500 companies or hold other prominent roles, like President of the United States, for instance. But aside from the formal application process, there are a couple of other things you can do to improve your application and increase your odds of getting into a top school. If you can, make an effort to visit the school you want to attend. Walk around campus. Visualize being a student there. This creates a setting for you to write your essay from, too. That can help you craft a more compelling narrative about why you want to attend that school specifically and why you should be considered for admission there. Why is the most important word. You should also network with current students or alumni of the schools you're applying to. Ask questions about their experience as a student. If you have a mentor who is an alumnus of the same program, wow, better yet. Ask for feedback on your application package. So, after all that consideration, is an MBA even worth it? Getting into business school is, of course, a big challenge. But for many young professionals, it's absolutely worth it. Depending on your goals, though, it might not even make sense for you. For one, MBAs are not cheap. <laughs> While you might be eligible for scholarships or maybe your employer might cover your tuition bill, that's not really a guarantee either. There's still a chance you could wind up paying for some, if not all, of your MBA out-of-pocket. If that's the case, you're going to want to make sure there's a good ROI on that investment. An MBA can certainly help you get a high-paying job. That's never guaranteed either. Your long-term career goals will also help you determine whether or not it makes sense to do this. If you want to get a job at a Fortune 500 or a prestigious management consulting firm like McKinsey, having an MBA can help you get your foot in the door. But if you want to work for a startup or start a business of your own, you might find that an MBA just really isn't practical. A lot of the skills you'd need to excel in these roles can be acquired on your own without the price tag of an MBA. Before going through the application process, consider if getting an MBA is actually going to be worth it. Then if you decide it is, follow all the stuff we talked about today to help you put together an application package that makes you a compelling candidate for the admissions committee at the school of your choice. And that wraps up our show for today. You can find this article, dive a little bit deeper into all things MBA admissions, at thecollegeinvestor.com. If you have any other questions, please see us on social media. I mentioned this before, but I'll say it again. Just search for The College Investor and you'll find us. We'd love to be your friend and just kind of help you along in the process. Thanks again for stopping by today, and we'll talk to you again real soon.